talk a little yeah. bit about how we started playing for the Rangers and then catch up. I mean, we, we probably haven't spoken in 10 years, so it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a normal phone call to record it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we really have to tone the language down a little maybe, but um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, Mike Richards, I joined the Rangers um, in 2001, got drafted by Kitchener and my duration in Kitchener was 2001 to 2005. All right. So I'm Andre Benoit. Uh, I was there at the same time as Mike. I just, uh, I got there a year earlier, I think, if I remember correctly. It's been a while, but. Uh, <laughs> Only had, 20 years. Yeah. I think we had at least four years together. So uh, it'll be nice to catch up and see what you're up to. Yeah. I don't even know where you live right now. I'm assuming Northern Ontario, but uh, fill me in a bit. Yeah, back home um, in Kenora, and yeah, it's definitely been a while. Um, moved back here when I finished playing in 2016, and um, yeah, just came back. I uh, got married last summer in the middle of a pandemic, which was good and bad, I guess. How did we, you uh, manage that? It went from being a, you know, yeah, it went from being like a it wasn't really a huge wedding, but we had like a huge party planned and it went from like 200 people as guests to, um, myself, obviously my wife, Kate, and then my two parents. And that was it. That was, that was the whole guest list. So it actually, um, we didn't mind it, but it obviously wasn't great only having two people, um, there, but, it was good. And then other than that, we just spend my time back here and um, we go down to Florida in the, in the winter for a couple months. And other than that, just try to find things to do. What about you? Whereabouts are you? I'm a little place called Yvale in Ontario, which is an hour north of Toronto. Um, kind of when we met, I was living, my parents were living in Barrie, Penetanguishi, and that's the area I, I settled in. Um, with my wife, we've been married. Oh, I'm putting myself behind the eight ball here. Um, I'm going to mess this up. Been married a long time. <laughs> I was just going to say, you should, don't 12. put an exact number on it. <laughs> yeah. between, between 12 and 14 years anyways. Um, and yeah, we got two kids, two daughters, Emma and Haley. They're 12 and 9, so they keep us busy. And uh yeah, my life now is just work and kids' activities, which which is it's really nice to have some sort of um, like routine and little normal life. When hockey was so hectic, you know, yeah. we move. I moved around every year. wasn't as lucky as you, kind of selling down for for longer periods of time. But said, where'd you end up playing? Should have looked this up too. Um, yeah, Philadelphia, and then went to LA. I was Philly for six years LA for four and then finished off a year in Washington and uh, and then that was it and how was the transition yeah, uh, the game? You? yeah it was probably same as you actually like the way you described it of like everything being so hectic and then the first year out um it was almost just like you know, you take a big deep breath and then you enjoy not having much going on. And then it got to a point where it was just like, 
wow, I got I to gotta do something here because <laughs> the days are starting to get a little long. But um, so we actually, my wife and I bought uh, some property and now we have uh, like a horse farm about a half hour from our house. So go out there and we have a little bit of a business out there that we run and she rides and stuff. So um, that's what keeps me busy for the most part. And then the summers is obviously a little bit heck a little bit busier, um, but winters in Ontario, um, you kind of forget <laughs> what they're like and, and they can get long. So we needed something to do. So we ended up um, putting together a little business and that's about it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been good to kind of fill that void with, uh, with something. But the, the first probably six months, I think you, you start getting a little bit lazy or, um kind of looking for things to do and enjoying the time off but after that it's nice to have some routine um to really enjoy the days instead of just kind of passing but um i'm assuming that's kind of similar to you and especially with kids it probably um, gives you more of a routine too yeah for sure um i lucked out in that while i was playing my last few years my wife's um my uncle told me that he was a firefighter and he said, you know, when you're done hockey, you should consider, consider doing that. So sure enough, when it was time to retire, I gave him a call and, and kind of went through and figured out how that was all going to play out and fell in love with, with the profession. And so I had to make a decision whether I was going to play one more or go to school to be a firefighter. And I ended up doing that. And, you know, I love it. And it gives me, gives me routine that tier team atmosphere that I was, kind of afraid of missing like i knew hockey i was done like yeah. i was ready to put my gear away but uh i was gonna miss hanging out with the guys so i get a little bit of that still which is nice yeah yeah that'd be awesome actually that's impressive to go right from hockey to going right back to school for um to be a fire fireman really but you like you took school when you were in you in Kitchener still, right? Or was that just kind of like taking, <laughs> yeah, taking yeah. classes instead of school or <laughs> was that? Well, I had, yeah, I had the idea to kind of work towards my degree and I took, I did take some class at Laurier in Waterloo, but yeah, um, once I turned pro, it kind of, I tried to do one more by correspondence and that didn't go so well. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, I got maybe a year done out of, out of the four I would need. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> When I say go back to school to be a, a firefighter, it's it's a little less. It's you know it's six months, yeah. six month program type thing. So um, yeah, it's probably yeah. smart to go right from playing right back into that because I know for me, like when I finished, I like didn't do anything for you know like I was done working out. I'm like you know what, I worked out my whole life enough of this. So and then yeah. I took like six months off, and then you're just like a blob. <laughs> that so then i just have to like get back into shape um, we have any so pictures of for uh, you. Any pictures of <laughs> no, fat michael or what? <laughs> no i i caught myself before it was like full-on fat mike but um you definitely it can it slips away a lot quicker than it comes back so you did it right by just going right into especially the profession obviously you got to be in shape to, to do what you do so that was a smart move on your part <laughs> yeah i lucked out for sure but uh there's a lot of food around the fire hall too so gotta be careful yeah. a little bit with that. <laughs> be careful. yeah um 
So you're full-time then you're full-time working there. Yeah. I, uh, like I joined the volunteer department here back home, uh, right away and got on there for a year before I got, I I didn't realize how competitive it was to, to get on a a fire department. So it took me, I was, I was lucky that it took me a year, only a year, but, uh, felt like a lot longer, but yeah, I work in Brantford, which is just on the other side of Toronto now. And, um, Okay. Really enjoy it. Love the guys. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I got a buddy actually here that uh, was doing the volunteer thing for a while before he went to school. And then he went to school and then had to do it again and then finally got on. But it, it did take him a while to do. He was like living in the firehouse and like pretty much doing whatever needed to be done. But it took a while for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Funny story. The um, so I talk, I still talked to Adam Keefe, and and last week he sent me a, it was a full game of I think it was two thousand four. It was whenever we played Erie in the finals or in the in the playoffs, and he sent me the whole game. I think it was game three in Erie, so we were watching it together, and it was just like <laughs> I don't know, comical to see. Like even like some of the guys. Um, like we were talking partially while watching it and just how different it was, um, to look back, like that was 20 years ago, which is insane. Um, feels like a lifetime ago. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And then you like see players that like you kind of forgot about and then you're like, Oh yeah, I remember him. So (laughs) it's pretty crazy to go back and see it and it's on YouTube. Um, but just from 2001 to 2005 we had a pretty good team there in Kitchener and um just the amount of like fun like that was for me at least uh, the funnest part about um my hockey career was the four years in Kitchener I don't know if you felt the same way but it was just like you move away and you just are playing hockey and no other cares in the world really that's a big thing, right? There's no responsibility. Is it's you're just there yeah. to play hockey and, and enjoy the the teammates and yeah, we were lucky to have a good team too. Like I ended up moving quite a bit during my career, and that as much as the city makes a difference, like having a good team and a good bunch of guys, that's what it's all about. Like it, the rest is is a little bit less important. We were lucky that we were in Kitchener, and it's a great city. But uh, the yeah. group of guys we had was was amazing too, and it made me regret kind of. I think there was a Memorial Cup reunion at one point and I wasn't able to to go. But if there's ever another one, there's just so many guys you think about like on my drive home today and what are they doing now? And you just have no clue. It'd be nice to to catch up and I've been doing a bad job keeping up with people. But Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. It's tough because you move like obviously neither of us live in Kitchener, but then everybody else moves away and all over the world and every once in a while, you know, you see somebody or you see kind of their name somewhere and you're like, Oh, I wonder what he's doing or there's something happens and you remember a story, but it's tough to keep in touch with everyone because everyone's going in so many different directions. Um, but every once in a while, like I still talk to Kiefer a lot. Um, I used to see Clarkson all the time. Um, I actually ran into Derek Roy in Vegas one year, which was <laughs> crazy. Small Just world. like, yeah, the, the places that you run into people, but 
um, for me anyways, like I still talk to Gregory Campbell and um, just like kind of shows how close we were as a group for those four years anyways. Um, even though it's been, like you said, 20 years, 15, 20 years to run into somebody and still um, be able to talk to them and have kind of fun with them and enjoy it. Well, that's a big um, thing for me. Like, I don't know your experience, but kind of, it's almost like we didn't miss a beat, right? Like you run into them and it's not awkward. It's just, you can start talking yeah. and then reminisce about the days and see what they're up to. And it's like, it's almost like it was yesterday at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, it's the same thing. You, you run into them and there's still a handful of guys that I keep in touch with, but even the guys that I haven't talked to um, for a while, you can just like, yeah, run into them and just act like nothing's happened, like even best friends. So I think that goes um, well with how much success that we had in Kitchener. It was just we had a team like that where we can enjoy each other um, presence and, and still to this day, um, like you said, look forward to those reunions and, and going back to see everybody. Now so that we're old. Cool that we were able to do that. Now that we're old, yeah. <laughs> Actually, when he said that, 2001, like, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, that was 20 years ago. Um, and then we were able to win in 2003, I believe it was. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, in Quebec, and last month, I believe, they were talking about a, a team – I was listening to a podcast and they were um, talking about Quebec city and how there should be a team there and this, you know, this and that. And then I remember them, they uh, actually said Dago bar, I think it was called. And that's where we went <laughs> after we, uh, we won in the Memorial cup in Quebec city. So it's just funny how certain things just trigger certain memories and the Memorial cup was definitely one of them. Oh, for sure. That was, yeah, I don't know that was a highlight of my career too. for sure. Um, yeah so yeah and then pete too i still will talk to when i see him around um and then spotter you could always hear him from a distance there was always a few times that i heard him in san jose and you can just hear um him as well just in the background you know like right away that it's him but I don't know if you've seen those guys or been back to kitchener in a while but it just yeah brings back um, so many good memories yeah, it's funny mentioning Pete and Spotter how, you know, I've, I've had lots of coaches in my years, and I'm sure you too, and I don't know how they fit in within the realm of the coaches you played for, but they're still two of my favorites, I think, especially since we were younger and the impact that they had on me anyways and kind of teaching us how to be a pro and how to play the game. And, you know, I'll always be grateful for that, even though, you know, they made me want to quit playing hockey my second year. They were a little hard. On yeah. Me, but, yeah. Uh, once I moved back on D, then, then they were, they were awesome. <laughs> They're easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's funny you say that because um, Jeff Swes, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Um, but he actually lived with me. He played for the Phantoms in the AHL in Philly. And when I was with the Flyers, he lived with me and uh, would always come up to Kenora and he actually lived with me um, in the summertime for a bit. And he always said that uh, I'd always joke about how Pete was always tough on him and, and, you know, certain video sessions and certain times, but he always said like, that's, that's what he needed to be able to have success. And, um, I know he always brings that up every time we kind of chirp him or make fun of him about 
Pete being hard on him, but he said that's exactly what he needed. So I don't know if that's a, yeah, it's funny, a similar uh, situation. Funny that you mentioned Suez because I still mention his name quite a bit whenever parents come up to me and talk about kids playing multi sports and all that. I like, I don't know if this is still possible nowadays, but I played with this guy in Kitchener that was playing hockey for two years and then he was in the AHL. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he started, he was an overage rookie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just 6'4", <laughs> chiseled. Um, but yeah, and, and that's, that's hockey. I don't know how you feel about it, but I always, whenever I get asked about kids playing different sports and if they should just be just hockey, like I can remember playing all sports growing up and I always tell them to make sure they do as many sports as possible. And I'm not sure if your girl's, um, play sports, but I always push other parents to just to do everything just because it's you just get burnt out on hockey. So, for sure, you know, you want to you're trying to raise. So, my girls do play hockey. Um, my oldest started a bit late, like she couldn't skate till she was like we had her skating, but she didn't really skate till seven or eight. And all of a sudden, she just asked if she could play because like, I never wanted to push yeah. her that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, now like I'm helping coach her team and i i love it it's so much fun but it's the same thing right they she played baseball and she plays golf and my youngest did gymnastics and dance and oh, hockey yeah. and you know trying to make rounded people not just one sport yeah. athletes kind of thing and uh yeah I, I played volleyball all through high school while i was in kitchener kind of had yeah. to hide a bit but <laughs> yeah yeah i remember that actually <laughs> secrets out now yeah um, <laughs> but it is important though it is it one i think you can get burnt out from it and two just like the different skills you get from different sports i think helps out a lot but um so when you we finished where did you go right after junior you were oh are you sure you want to do this <laughs> yeah it's, it's been amazing <laughs> We only have an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> so I uh, I signed with Hamilton. It was the lockout year, so I couldn't sign NHL. Not that there was much interest. Like, I was undrafted, so I signed in Hamilton. Yeah. Played a year there and then signed with Montreal, kind of just on paper, I guess. Didn't change anything and kept playing in Hamilton. And um, had a tougher year. Like, my first year went really well. My second year, I don't know if I was putting a little more pressure on myself or if what happened, but it wasn't as good. So I was getting healthy scratch quite a bit. And halfway through the year, uh, a Finnish team reached out and asked if I wanted to go play there the year after. And uh, so I jumped on that. And funny enough, we ended up winning the Calder Cup that year and I was playing a bunch. So I kind of wish I hadn't signed that deal, but uh, I ended yeah. up going to Finland for a year. And then from there, Sweden, uh, played in Sautertelia. That's where my daughter Emma was born. And then uh, felt like I wanted to come back and take another shot to see if I could, I could make, make it here. And uh, yeah. I owed Hamilton another year, so went back to Hamilton for a year. Then went to Binghamton in the Ottawa organization. Uh, from there, I went to Russia and then came back to Binghamton for a year. Went to Chicago for the Wolves. <laughs> Or sorry, how that work? I went to Binghamton, then Ottawa, Denver, Buffalo, then back yeah. to, then I went to Chicago back in the AHL, back to Sweden for a year, 
played in Cleveland after that in EA, got traded to Bridgeport, and then I had enough. Called it quits. <laughs> Call her. But you played, like, were two Colorado, too? Like you played, What's that, sir? Were you, not, were you not in Colorado? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was in, in Denver for one yeah. year, in Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had, like, a two-and-a-half-year stint in the NHL, which was awesome. Like, it, it was a great yeah. time. I, I loved it. I wish it would have lasted a bit longer, and and I probably not have a weird, weird relationship with hockey. I don't know. Do you still play at all? I play with my buddies like Thursday, Tuesdays and Thursday nights. That's about it, though. Yeah. So like and when I hung it up, I, I did like my bag went in the basement and I put my skates on to coach my daughters. But that, that's it. And like that's I took it. my gear out yeah. the other day and it was full of mold. And so what oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like. It's kind of I got kicked around a bit, and if if I that didn't happen, maybe I, I'd still want to play a bit more. Like I yeah. hope one day I I want to play again, but for now it's I had yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, it is tough though too because once like you you just like so like even once once junior starts, I feel like it's just everything is just like hockey. So I think when you're done, I think everybody like everybody that I've kind of talked to who doesn't play anymore has kind of said the same thing of like just enough because that's all it is for as long as you play, it's just hockey, hockey, summer, it's training, getting ready. Then the season starts. It's awesome, but it's a lot. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And then your video and then like, even for myself, that's for 2016. So it's been, it'd be like five years, I think. And I'm just starting to kind of like watch hockey again, just because it was like so much for so long that like, I couldn't even like, I just like almost cringe every time you see like a hockey game on like, Oh, who's watching this again? Um, <laughs> I watched enough from the press box. My life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're just like enough's enough. But now I'm starting to kind of get back into watching it a little bit more and, um, but it is, it's a lot. It's like, yeah, obviously it's a dream and, and all that, but you know, after a while it starts kind of wearing on you and when you're done, you just want to like never see it again for a while. For sure. And, and I'm always yeah. careful. I don't want to seem like ungrateful or give the wrong mind. Like, right. It was, and I'm sure you feel the same way. It was awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't change a thing. Like it, it just, it just, it's yeah it's like you said it's a long time and that's all it is and then like yeah. you know now i can go golfing if i want or i can i can yeah. spend time with the kids or i can right there's just different different priorities for a while but uh yeah and everything too goes like you say you don't go on this trip because you gotta like train for hockey or you don't go on the golf trip with your buddies because like you know a week away in the august is probably not a great thing right before a season so it is nice once you're done, you can, like, we've been traveling a lot. Obviously, with the pandemic changed it, but right when we were finished, we were, like, going to New York and, like, places that really never got to, to do. Um, and we went overseas to Scotland to golf. So, like, things that you don't necessarily get to do when you're playing, it's nice to have that opportunity and you don't have to worry about, like, well, it's early September, probably shouldn't be going for a week on <laughs> with your buddies somewhere. <laughs> so it is nice to have that. Um, I don't know if you're in the same way. 
Yeah, for sure. All this the catching up a bit with, with stuff that, that you miss out on. And, and, you know, it's sacrifice that we made because, yeah. you know, you have a goal and, and you're trying to achieve it. Um, but every time you pop yeah. up on my social media feed, you're holding a fish. How much do you fish over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much. Um, so for you, you went to the firehouse and you're like around teammates and stuff like that. Whereas I tried to like find somewhere like competitive or something competitive to do after hockey. And so I golf a bit and then I fish, I try to fish in a lot of tournaments just to get that like competitiveness and I still play tennis. And, Are you any good you know, at fishing? No. How's no. your golf game? <laughs> golf game is pretty good. I can, yeah, I can golf. Yeah. Um, I remember we had some good matches back in the day. And <laughs> yeah. Whistle bear and <laughs> yeah. Actually there was a course I think it was like, anyways, I read the article and it was at, I think it was Whistlebear. And I'll, and I was to get back to the earlier part of the conversation, like just like small things like that. It's like Whistlebear, like we yeah. used to play there all the time. But um, it's brutal right now because I just got a new set of clubs and obviously we can't golf in Ontario. So I'm like itching to like, golf and I'm like hitting balls into the lake and it's just um, <laughs> yeah. pretty much anything to find that competitive competitiveness I think is now for me with whether it's fishing golfing um just something to kind of get the competitive juices out it's it's something that I've missed anyways but yeah I definitely good yeah, I definitely understand what you mean by the competitive aspect. Like I, yeah. I turn into a bit of a CrossFit nerd just because it has that competitive aspect to it, which I enjoy and keeps me in yeah. shape. But it's right, it's fun. I can I can work out how I want now. Don't have to do just hockey related stuff and stuff that's yeah. me, make me better on the ice. But um, yeah. funny enough about golf, my uh, so my daughter been playing for two years now, and but it was kind of hit and miss. She liked it, but just because her friends were there. Yeah. And then this year, finally, she's asking me to go to the driving range and go to the course and play. And so I'm like, well, maybe I can get my game back in shape. So yeah. I bought a membership and then two days later, just shut everything it down. Shut down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened with us. We came back from Florida and so we had to spend two weeks in isolation and then my clubs came and so I'm like swinging in the yard every day and just like chipping <laughs> balls around. And I'm like when we're like, first thing I'm doing when we leave isolation here is get to go to the driving range. And then two days before we were out of isolation, everything got shut down. So we were in this, uh, this holding pattern until, until Dougie says otherwise. Yeah. Do you guys have a place it, down it, in Florida or what, uh, what do you guys we do? We just there? rent. Okay. We just rent. Yeah. So we've been, I bring the boat and bring the boat and club. So I golf a bit and fish just like, there's like little lakes and canals that just have fresh water, like bass. That's pretty much what I do up here too. And then my wife brings, right horses like a horse down and then she there's like uh competition down there too so both of oh, us she does competition of, still a little bit yeah. yeah she she stopped it for about 10 years um 
And then once we got the farm going here, she kind of got back into it. Is it like show horses or jumping or racing? Jumping. What is it? Jumping. Jumping. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, How are you on a horse? You getting any better? Uh, no, I've only <laughs> rode once. Oh, really? <laughs> I rode once and it wasn't even one of our horses. So we have somebody else gone, a shovel. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm strictly maintenance. Um, she. When we got the farm, she like started rescuing a few. And so now we have, I think, 10 horses and four ponies. And she finally, we went on a trip, what was it, like three years ago. And she said, I'll go, or I'll go fishing with you for the three days as long as we have one day of riding. So I was like, three days fishing just for one day riding. And... So that was the only time I've ever been on a horse is the, that one day that I was forced to. <laughs> that sounds like uh, when I go to Florida, we have a timeshare near Disney World. So we go down for a week every year and uh, I get, I have to do one day at Disney and then I can golf all the other days. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. I love Disney. We went to Disney, I think it was right before, last year, right before everything shut down. And... I was like having a riot. Like we saw like the Mickey parade and everything and goofy. I thought it was like the best That's, time ever. It's great. The first time. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I'd go there a few times. <laughs> it was chaos. I don't think I'd be going back. Probably. But, the kids day love it, day, so. but yeah. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> you go on many of the rides there. I'm not a big ride guy. I just go with, yeah i go my oldest loves rides so she drags us on like if it was up to me i probably would pass but uh i go on and sometimes i don't feel so good for a couple hours after (laughs) yeah so you the timeshare is in orlando is that or is it close to yeah yeah how often do you guys get down there We've been every year until this pandemic. Sometimes my wife will take the kids to once on her own, but uh, no, I don't, I don't know how it's going to look once, once we start going again. Well, uh, I guess nobody knows exactly how it's going to look, but yeah. What's the reality with COVID up North? Like do you guys have quite a bit or is it? No, it's, we, we had like probably about a month of, um, I guess you could call it a surge where it's like cases every day and there's still a few here and there, but for the most part, it's a small town and they actually do a good job of like keeping people from Winnipeg from coming to the cottage. So like that's really helped, but luckily we've been other than maybe a month, it, it's been pretty decent. We haven't had too many and it's just a small, like, I think there's four ICU beds, so I think they keep everything closed just to make sure that those don't get filled. But yeah. it's uh, it's frustrating, but you can kind of see the reasoning for some of it. Golf, I still don't understand, but <laughs> that could be a, yeah, that could be a little bit of bias on that one. But how about I with think you it's guys? all outdoor activities too, right? Like kids, I think. The thing is, like, kids playing sports outdoors, I think, is so good. So if there's a way to make yeah. it safe, like, I don't know. It's it's yeah. just – Like, they asked me, like, 
Yeah, they're like, what'd you do as a kid when like, stuff like that happens? It's like, I, it never happened. I don't know what no. to tell you. Like, we're there just is. trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, I couldn't even imagine not being outside and like, so when I was a kid, I just remember like going to the golf course, like street hockey, um, like salt or baseball, soccer, like everything. So I couldn't even imagine, like, I know my brother's kids are younger, so they're not quite in that, but my cousin's kids are probably about the same age as your kids. And they're kind of just like, yeah, for sure. Searching for things to do. Which, yeah. But Hopefully yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll end at some point. Has to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, are you on the well, lake over there? I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Uh, I moved here. Man, it's like 15 years ago now. So I've had the oh, same okay. place the whole time. Now this is where we're full time now. So yeah. Um, Perfect. how's the homeschooling going for you we're lucky our kids are teacher yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're pretty self-sufficient which is good Um, I think just a bit younger than than what my kids are it's pretty challenging because parents have to be there a bit more and most of them have to work too while they're at home so we have friends that are struggling a bit more than we are and I think it I don't know it's like I think having young boys is tougher than young girls. Maybe I think maybe yeah. there's some to that, or just, higher, yeah. <laughs> or just higher energy kids in general. Like our daughters yeah. do have a lot of energy, but when it's time to focus, they they can still do that. Still I think some it. kids maybe struggle a bit more than that. Yeah, and that's like homeschool. I think is fine for the kids that are academically. It's a little easier if it's yeah. harder on you. Then I think it's even worse than being in school for those kids. But yeah, especially when there's a hundred things going on other than like sitting yeah. staring at a computer. And I also don't like I've never been a big computer person. So like to think of like kids just sitting here staring at a computer seems like it would be tough. But yeah, we're kind of lucky too that we live like we're in a small town too. So we have a bit like they have room outside to go play and, and oh, run around. Yeah. Like I can't imagine trying to be in Toronto and like, people everywhere. You don't want to go yeah. outside and that'd be a different outside. reality. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Are they in French immersion or just. No, normal? no, they're not. There's just no. an English school. Um, uh, it was a bit of a debate at the start, but you know, we were in Sweden and all over the oh, place yeah, and in the yeah. States and it was kind of to put that on them too was a little hard. Um, yeah. They understand quite a bit of French, but um, I should be doing probably a little bit of a better job teaching them. Yeah. But <laughs> That's all right though. It, there's just not that much French. No, I guess there is some where we live, but it's just their school and, and where yeah. our life is for English. Cal yeah, doesn't speak French yet. So no, <laughs> taught her yet. It's only been what? 25 years, 22 yeah. years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I think what else going on? Tell me about your Stanley Cup. Um, you got yeah. one, two, three, <laughs> two, 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 both with LA. Yeah, it was uh, the first one was uh, like insane, like the party after and like the riot of like being the first team in LA was was pretty cool. And then um, I think the the best part about it is just like having it at home with 
like your buddies and stuff like that like that one yeah. day with the cup is insanely exhausting but it, it's so much fun and um do you drink beer from it or is it too gross when it goes around everyone oh no <laughs> you suck it up um yeah it's pretty cool just to like go and actually like inside the cup um at the top like kenora thistles won in like 1907 or something like that so like inside the mug at the top it actually says kenora thistles so it's pretty cool when i was here to see all like everybody like the first thing you notice so everyone yeah. in town was pumped but um it's just, like we won i think the second time and we brought it to vegas and like the amount of people that just like don't even know anything not a lick about hockey but then just see the cup is it's pretty cool to see but made some new fans they had to bring a team after that yeah apparently <laughs> and do well um, yeah i was living in la were you right in the city or were you outside or it seems like a busy busy place to be yeah we were in manhattan beach so about a half hour from probably an hour from downtown and like hollywood area so it was actually pretty quiet there's a lot of people around but that's just california you know like it's just packed everywhere but for the most part the area was nice um yeah it was good it was nice it's almost weird like the first so i got traded in 2012 and then like my first month there i was like exhausted because it's literally 70 degrees and sunny every single day and you're like golfing i was like you know going for bike rides i bought a surfboard so i was like surfing and then like probably two three weeks in the training camp <clears throat> you're just like exhausted because you're just doing everything but hockey so you kind of have to like calm yourself a little and just focus on hockey but it's nice it's a nice area it's, we always uh, wanted to play somewhere warm like every free agency we'd be like oh maybe for once a team down south will reach Florida, out and, or, yeah. yeah we ended up somewhere cold like yeah everywhere Denver, Ottawa, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean once the season starts it's it's so busy that it you know you don't really even notice it that much like as a player um but like the beginning of the year and the end of the year when it's kind of slower, it's definitely nice. Like we golfed a lot when we were there. There's courses like a half hour away. And um, so the golf game got pretty decent when I was out there. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's. You got to be scratched by now. <laughs> no, not quite scratched. No. <laughs> if I ever learned how to putt, if I ever learned how to putt, I'd be good. <laughs> Um, but it is fun and it's a good place to live it's just so busy everywhere you go like you could just run to the store for milk and it'd take you like you know 20 minutes traffic everywhere so as a especially coming from guy, kenora yeah yeah like it's smaller, a big difference yeah but i don't know it was nice it was fun my wife started a company so that's that's news when i was retiring oh, yeah. And uh, so she's what been a, doing that for, for two years, two and a half years now. Uh, yeah, it's like clothing and uh, new concept she kind of came up with where she'd get like two small, two medium, two large, like very limited sizes. And then um, has a Facebook group with, I think she's got 
5,000 girls in there now or whatnot. And just, it's amazing what you can do with social media nowadays. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Have you kept up with your, you kept up with your social media presence or? No. So I actually, I like every once in a while I can, I'll like post something, I don't know, maybe once a month, maybe once every couple weeks. Um, but I had Facebook for the longest time too. And then now it's just like, there's just so much negativity on most of the social media, like Twitter. Um, I really don't go on anymore. Um, Facebook don't really go on Instagram. I'll do it every once in a while. Um, but it's just like, there's so much negativity. It's almost like hard to like go on there and like not leave in like a foul mood. But <laughs> other than that, yeah, I think I, I kind of missed out too when I was playing, I think it would be more of like something that you'd want to like share with fans, but now you're kind of just like, I don't know. Almost there's trying always to, like, the battle. Hold on. Yeah. Well, everybody was saying like, Oh, you want to build your brand. You want to, you know, do that kind of stuff while you're playing so you can use it after. But it was, I always, I don't know. I valued my privacy kind of thing. I didn't want to yeah. get involved in that as much as you, cause it's, it's a full-time job. Those guys that are, that are really into it. And, that are and doing building, it. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. The, like even to see like now some of the people that do it, it's like everywhere they go, they just have like their phone and it always like, it always kind of annoys me when you're at like either a big sporting event or a big event and you see people like filming or looking at their phone and you're like, you know, try to enjoy it. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, like you'll never watch that video again. So I was like you, I always kind of enjoyed my privacy and still do actually. Like I don't usually post anything other than like a generic, like fishing pick or like a pick of the dogs or anything, you know? So yeah, I just find it a little, for me anyways, a little different if I'm like putting everything online. But yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I missed out well. though. I gotta, I gotta plug my wife's company here, the happy pineapple boutique. Check it out. Yeah. The happy pineapple. <laughs> The happy pineapple. I'm gonna put that on my um, phone right now. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly girls' clothes though, but yeah, my wife does some online shopping more than a little. The, uh, <laughs> what is it? What is it? The happy pineapple boutique. The happy pineapple. Awesome. Yeah, I'll get her. I'll tell her to check it out. Um. Besides that, you still talk to your billets, uh, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, mostly, mostly talk to them just through email. Um, they came up when we had um, the cup in 2012 and 2014. So uh, Dave and Wendy came up for that. And actually between, was it 2015 and 2016 season, um, I joined Washington in... January, so I went down to Kitchener actually and stayed with them. Uh, oh yeah, my, yeah. I went back and lived with my billets at age thirty, <laughs> uh, um, and skated with the Rangers um, for a week. So it was actually pretty cool. And they were supposed to come to the wedding last summer, but obviously with uh, with the pandemic, they weren't able to. So at some point, we'll we'll have a party and hopefully they can 
um, come up for that. But how about you? You still? Yeah, I kind of. I did. A, I had two billets. I had the Slipics, which I kind of lost track of after my my first year, and then um, I moved in with Ray and Twyla, and I just do a bad job of keeping track of people once I move out. Like same yeah. with my my friends when I'm away. But uh, I was at Wonderland. Was it two years ago? And uh, this big guy, just Andre, and I turned around. Couldn't quite place him, but I knew I knew him. And it was Sarb, yeah. which was Twyla's, uh, Twyla's brother. And yeah. uh, so I got their number to kind of be able to reach out. And the next couple months later, my daughter had a tournament in, in Waterloo, a hockey tournament. So I sent them a text or called them. And then we met up with them, which, which was awesome. It was great to see them again and see what they were up to. Yeah. And uh, actually, their son got drafted for the... Uh, in the NLL, the National Lacrosse League. Oh, nice. But then the pandemic hit, so I don't know what's yeah. going on with that. <laughs> yeah, just screwing everything for everybody. But that's pretty cool, though. The Like, Bills do so much. It's pretty, like, crazy when you look back when you're 16 years old and you're just, like, leave to go with a family. It's like, okay, you're living with this person now. So, well, it's hard to understand pretty, how much they how much they do for you, right? They really do yeah. take you in and cook. and now like having my life and my routine and thinking about having a junior hockey kid coming live here, like it's, yeah, <laughs> it'd be a lot. So, it like, would be a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's for crazy. Sure. Exactly how much and they don't do it for they the do. money, right? There's there's no. there's not that much for them. It's just because they they want to be helpful and they want to they yeah. want to help you like achieve your goal and. Yeah, and the amount of crap they have to put up with yeah. from a, a 16 to 20 year old confident hockey player is, is probably a lot. But no, they well, I definitely. Thought about that the other day, like thinking back when I was like 15, 16, like I thought I was a full grown man. And now I look at my daughter who's oh, yeah. turning 13. I'm like, you're just a child. Like, is that really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. I imagine that with the confidence of leaving home and going to be on a junior team, uh, probably some some pretty <laughs> confident teenagers to go live with some families. But yeah. They definitely do a great job. It's pretty awesome. Um, For sure. So what what uh, what do you got going in the future? What are, what are your future plans? Either coming up short term or and or long term. Yeah. Right now, I got a little pool project in my backyard kind of do it yourself thing that i took oh, on so <laughs> i'm gonna try and get that done but uh so that's gonna keep me busy this summer and then other than that i'm gonna coach my oldest daughter's hockey team this year which will be fun um nice. and then it's it's just gonna be routine as usual um yeah try to try to be a good dad and and uh go from there what about you anything coming up nothing Nothing immediate, um, just stuff with the, the farm that I mentioned before. I'm out there a few times a week, um, just puttering around, doing what needs to be done, doing what the wife tells me to do out there. And other than that, um, you know, we still plan on um, going down to Florida next year. And, you know, I, I've got offered actually a few different. I don't know if it was jobs in, in the NHL with some teams, but just not fully committed to that 
just yet. So is that what you see yourself doing in the future? Kind of getting back in the game at some point? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not really sure. I, uh, I've thought about it. There's times when I start watching hockey and, and think I'd be you know decent at, at some of the jobs and thinking that you can do it. But then like you think of how much work and travel and time it is um, to do. So I don't think it's something that you can just like, you know, tiptoe into. I think if you, if you yeah. do it, you have to like really do it. So we'll see. We have no, no kids at the moment. So we have some time to kind of plan. plan it's hard ahead. to decide NHL or Kentucky yeah. Derby. You got to pick what, what yeah. you want to do. Right? <laughs> Kentucky Derby. I'd go to the Derby if we had racehorses. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, like I said, it, it's not something that you could just like, Oh yeah, I'll do this part time. It's like from talking to um, friends that have, have been scouts and have worked with some teams. It's a lot of time and definitely a lot of time away from um, home, especially when you live in Kenora. So it uh, it's something that you gotta like commit to. And be it's funny because I always thought I was going to, I was going to coach after I was done and uh I just, yeah. it's the moving that, that I, and the insecurity that I just, I, I couldn't put yeah. up with, but maybe further down the line, who knows? Cause yeah, I'm sure yeah. you have a lot to offer a team or your experience and your knowledge. So if you decide to do that, I'm sure you'll be successful. Yeah. I think coaching, I think nowadays would be so tough just because of the amount of video that they watch. And it's just like, like we were talking about like homeschool where you're just sitting staring yeah. at the computer literally all day. I think that, that would be tough, but if it was like scouting or like somewhere in the front office, I think it would be something that would be a little bit more open to, but yeah, we'll see. That's funny. Cause at, I, at I actually started a, like, I started a company. I thought like, you got to be able to teach hockey sense. And I was thinking like, Oh, I'll do an online video review for kids. Right. Trying to teach them yeah. how to think the game. There's gotta be a, but then sitting in front of a computer watching kids play hockey, I was like, I don't think this is what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, takes a certain kind of person that, you know, like, I'm guessing, like, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, it was probably a lot more of, like, interacting with players and, you know, that sort of thing when you're coaching. But now it's just you finish a game, you break down that game, you look at the – you know, two, three games from the other team you're playing tomorrow. And it's just like a lot of long, a lot of long hours. And I just don't know if I'm committed at this point to be putting those hours in. Yeah. It's funny how much the games changed too. I don't know if you had the same thing, but they're kind of a story. I was in Buffalo and we had a practice rink and I was walking through to go to our change room and uh, there was, they looked to be like 11, 12 year old kids that were doing stuff on the ice. And we looked at each other, like we can't do that. And yeah. each other, like, then you call yeah. the players coming up. Like it's good. It's crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they're just yeah. getting in the league now. Like they're so talented. That's all. That's all they've done. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even just looking at the guys in the NHL, like McDavid right now, who is yeah. like, you know, like he's a guy, like I don't watch a ton of hockey, but if I see it, him on i will flip it to you know whether it's five minutes or you know a period or two i'll watch him and he's at least four or five times where i've been sitting on the couch where he's made me kind of like say out loud like oh my god 
I'm um, glad I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad that's not me. <laughs> uh, Matthew's the same way. So like you said, those kids that, you know, you couldn't do that while well, they're just getting yeah. there. And I know when I watch McDavid or Matthews, I say that a lot. I can definitely not do that. So yeah, <laughs> um, pretty crazy. But, um, that's funny. Yeah. So what, uh, what is your memory from Kitchener, either your favorite memory or memory that you have um, from playing with the Rangers or just all around? <laughs> this just came to my, my mind right now. And I don't know if it's a good, nah, I don't know if I want to share it. Or not, but... <laughs> we are being recorded. Like I said, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, we, uh, like the plane ride back from Quebec City after we won, like you mentioned the Dagobert, like we went out and obviously had a good time. Oh, yeah. That was one of the toughest plane rides I've been on, yeah. I think, in my life. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a very big plane, if I remember. It was like a Air Canada, but it was like a prop Air Canada. Yeah, so it, it was wasn't a like a... Jumper. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a jet. Like, you're not jetting. You're, it was like a, like a plus size of a float plane. Yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. For me, that whole playoff series was like the playoffs leading up to the Memorial Cup, and then and then the Memorial Cup was, you know, as awesome as a as a memory as I've had playing hockey. It's people always ask like Calder Cup or Memorial Cup, and it's like you know they're they're two different things. But anytime you you work together with a bunch of guys and you end up winning, it's it's so special. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll I'll jump on that. Um... The, the best part was, yeah, the OHL and the, the Mem Cup. Like the, those two, I guess it was about a month stand where we played Ottawa, beat Ottawa, and then you have like a week off. So you're like maybe a little bit more than a week off, but you're like partially celebrating, but partially getting ready for the Memorial Cup and then like going there and that two weeks in Quebec city was, was definitely the highlight. And then, um, our last year in Kitchener was also like that whole year, I think was fun between, um, just the guys that were, that we hung out with like me, you, Clarkie, like Kiefer. Um, we definitely had a, um, a good time where there was just like hanging out at the rink or you're like downstairs working out in that little computer room that they, they made <laughs> yeah. there. Um, you know, it, it was just a, a pretty awesome group of guys. And, um, you know, there's no one specific like memory other than like winning the OHL and the Memorial cup, but, um, just like a million, like small memories of just being in the dressing room together and like, yeah, you know, for sure. Screwing around on a computer. I remember being so shocked. I remember being so shocked when we lost that series to London, the conference yeah. finals. Like in, in my mind, there was no doubt we were repeating. Like there is yeah. like but looking back, they had a pretty good team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all right. Yeah, but I, I agree. When they they beat us in five or six, but wasn't like, even that close. A, no. <laughs> it was but yeah, just like yeah, like I said, just small memories that yeah. add up to pretty pretty awesome stuff. And like I, I'll say what I told you guys before: my first memory of the OHL was getting beat up by that 
I forget the guy's last name, but he was like a six, four guy um, defenseman that beat me up. I think it was my second game. So that was my welcome to the, the oh, OHL. Don't give him the credit of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even remember it, but I wouldn't either way. So, <laughs> but the funny thing is about remembering, trying to think of what the first OHL goal was. And I can't remember what it was, but I can definitely remember the first OHL beating. And that was it. But that's funny. That leaves more of a mark. Yeah. You scored. You yeah. scored a lot of goals. I still do that. have a mark. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. remember you getting beat. I have a much. scar to, to thank him for that. Yeah. That was early on. Yeah. <laughs> Before I knew what I was doing, I picked my slots <laughs> a little better. <laughs> but, that's funny. Well, it was good yeah. catching up. Alrighty, bud. Well, it was awesome catching up to. Yeah, it was awesome. I haven't seen you for a while, so it was nice to. Thanks for them to set this up. It was awesome. For sure. Take care.